good. So as I was just saying, I have six months worth of notes. You have zero notes. I have pictures from each month that give us a little synopsis of what he did that month. I think that's pretty prepared right there. Yeah, I guess that'll lead us to a good mix of anecdotal things and just kind of the the big hits. The nitty gritty. But it's been six months since we've recorded. Maybe more. Yeah. I, I At some point in the last six months, I had the thought that we should go back and listen to the most recent one to kind of appropriately bridge the gap between. I think it was at five months. I think that was the uh, the last episode that we that we did. Or maybe it was six months. Either way, it's been a while. Today is July 4th. Happy 4th. Happy 4th. I'm dressed festively. You are not. You're wearing all black. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Um, but we just got done celebrating Colin's first birthday. So we got through that milestone with, uh, you know, all the pomp and circumstance that should go around someone's first birthday. And now, finally, we had two days off without anything really to do other than to continue to clean up for the birthday. Uh, quick side note. So that party that we hosted at our house took... Mm, a good week to continuously prepare for it. And then it's <laughs> it's still taking uh, even longer to continue to um, pick up from and clean up. I think it's partially our fault because after Colin's birth, um, I think we became a little derelict in our duties of maintaining. I mean, obviously you mowed and did all that great stuff, but we had to do the mulching. We had to do weeding. Like we just... I don't think, and, and trimming of the bushes. So, I mean, it wasn't all like we had to prepare some extravagant, you know, hoopla for his first. I mean, although it was extravagant, it was wonderful. It was fun. We had a ball pit that was, uh, you know, a little pool, inflatable pool with balls. In it, and it was the biggest hit ever, I'm pretty sure. Oh, the kids all loved it. Um, but, yeah, a lot of it was more just prep work for the, uh, the house because we had not necessarily kept up with our responsibilities <laughs> we've been too diligent in the parenting realm not so diligent in the house realm maybe but this isn't a home improvement slash house organization um, podcast this is true but i'm just i'm explaining why it took so long a whole week yes yeah so then now let's explain why it took so long to podcast i do not know the answer to that question we mentioned it a lot yeah, like I swear, like every month we're like, we need to we do. We should, you know, what we should that. do. That you know, that became like the thing where we'd be sitting on the couch watching some episode of something, and you would just look at me and you'd go, "You know what we should do?" <laughs> and I knew exactly what you were going to say. I'd be like, yeah, we have to do the podcast. <laughs> but at some point, just like anything, I guess we started treating it like a job instead of the. Well, I guess it is a job. It's very utilitarian. Like it, it was fun for us. It is fun for us. But I guess we did do it with the specific purpose of uh having something for colin to look back on so uh now he's he's not that far i think we could probably pop him in with the headphones and let him listen back right what do you think is it too soon to how early can you tell a child his own birth story Mm, now now i think it's good now's the best time because he doesn't know what we're saying exactly so he can't judge us true okay so you don't have any notes i don't so I'm, we're going to go ahead and proceed with the idea here that we last podcasted at five months. You want to pull up your five-month picture? Yes, of course. You, well, should we just do a year in review since... 
Like we could start with one month and go really quickly to. It better be real rest. quick. Oh, it is. It is. So for the one month, we did pictures every single month, and we had this little chalkboard that gave a synopsis, if you will, of the big takeaways from the month. So for month number one, it says that Colin likes to eat a lot of food, because at that point he had really started to um, eat, because if you remember correctly from way back when, uh, initially he wasn't eating a whole lot, and there was the weight issues with him not gaining enough, and yada yada uh, luckily we never had to resort to formula and he really picked up on his eating and so that was a big thing um, he was able to pick up his head and see the world and he liked to cuddle a whole lot and he loved car rides and crying and cooing month two we have that he likes to talk and listen to music and go for walks and uh loved to see his grandparents, Nana and Papa and Grandma and Grandpa, swing in his swing and look at pretty lights. There was a period of time where he was just infatuated with looking at like shiny lights, which might be, you know, my fault because of my tendency to look towards shiny things and get distracted. Maybe. Squirrel. Who knows? Squirrel. Um, and then month three, this is one that you wrote. You said, my current hobbies include watching ceiling fans, laughing, and watching sports. Yeah, that was a big thing for him. He was All three of those are still happening. This Colin is true. stared at ceiling fans earlier today. We actually haven't we watched a little bit of the Tour de France. Mm-hmm. He's is big. that really a sport, though? Yes. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, it's not a hobby. And then what was the third one? Oh, laughing. Of laughing. Course. He's a yeah. big laugher. Laughing is it happens all the time. Just all right. So month three was kind of boring. Month four was he would smile and giggle every day. And he was learning to eat applesauce. That was when we were transitioning to solids. And so he was eating a little bit of cereal, a little bit of applesauce. And he was turning into a little little fudgesicle. He's a little, little porky. <laughs> And lo and behold, we have come upon our five months where we have uh, that he likes to put his hands and feet in his mouth, kick his feet, scream, <laughs> scream hellos, and reach for toys. So that was another thing. He was reaching for toys, which is a big, a big first. He said he had his first, uh, that was November, so it was his first turkey day. Got him a cute, cute outfit for that. And a little turkey hat with a little turkey ensemble. And we had gotten the Christmas tree with lights. So, yet again, he was big into the lights. And then, do you, you have anything for five months since I just got to five months? I mean, I think that's around where my notes pick up here. And I will have to say, some of these things I know exactly what my note means. And I'll be able to, like, Elaborate. expound <laughs> on it. Other than we're just going to read together and laugh at how we have no clue, well... Maybe one for? of these things will spark something in your mind. But I went through this list about an hour ago, and man, I have no idea what some of this is. <laughs> well, give it a go. Um, okay. So I think right around that six-month mark, one of the things that happened was uh, he got sick for the first time. Mm. And he had you know the typical cold and kind of turned into some conjunctivitis and all that. And, you know, it was, he wasn't really sleeping through the night at the time. So it, the, it didn't change that much other than there's like nothing more pathetic looking than a sick baby. Um, and just always with a little quivering lip. I mean, that was something else. But um, what happened after that was that I got sick. And the note that I have here 
uh, is I think I started telling people this right around this time, like parenting, at least in that first six months, like I think was, uh, I feel like I should not even say this out loud. It was fairly easy when you're at a hundred percent of yourself and you have all of your own wits about you. But the minute you get even a little bit sick and I was maybe at like 80% of my normal self, uh, it is the hardest thing in the world. And I, uh, you know, I am bad at adversity. That was what I took away from that. Like I did not handle it like, Oh, no big deal. Like, Oh, 80%. That's still pretty good. You got to do what you got to do. I was like, wow, this is the hardest thing ever. Like, I don't know. I'm how down any... and out. I need reinforcements. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> I need to put 100% of the responsibility on you because I would like to just go and crawl in a corner and, you know, get to be back to a hundred percent. So that, that was my takeaway. Uh, you know, maybe six months later, I don't necessarily think that parenting at 100% health is that easy anymore. It certainly has its challenges, um, and, and some things that, that continue, but luckily I haven't really been sick since then either. That's true. Nor have we slept through the night, but that's a whole other story. Um, yeah. So that's, that's my first note. Uh, I am not good at adversity in the parenting department. (laughs) Well, we have plenty of time to work on that. So no big deal. And you got me. So we got this. Uh, yeah. As long as you don't resent me for going into my corner and not participating. No, I just, you know, call you out on it and make you come back in for the fight on the podcast, on the podcast. Yeah. Um, so six months was December. So we have happy new year. Uh, that's when he started to crawl like an inchworm. So he didn't really have the whole crawling thing down, but he'd get his legs up. So his butt would be really high in the air. Um, and then he slowly but surely realized he had to move his arms out. Uh, he would hit himself in the face, which was an interesting thing. Uh, but he would love to look at books when we would read to him. And, um, my mom had actually gotten him a couple books that had, like um music or animal noises so he was a big fan of those uh so do you have was that all you had for six months should i go into seven um all right this is gonna be the first one that i I don't know what this means so okay um let's make something up this says i'll read my note verbatim for my iphone i didn't know you could start counting the hours in the evening where he is just asleep Hmm. Is that like because he was only staying asleep for two hour increments? I don't know if this is like related to when I was a kid. I used to think that the time frame of three hours, like I would make everything in terms of how many times I could watch Titanic. Mm. Like if I was this happened when I was working midnights, like if, if there were six hours to go in my shift, I would consciously think I could watch Titanic twice and then my shift would be over. So I don't know if that's what that means. Like you're counting the hours in the evening where he's asleep because you were saying like, he's like, okay, two and two and two. Right. I don't know if it's supposed to say counting the hours in the evening until he's asleep. Cause that's something that I definitely did and continue to do. Like you look at the clock and you're like, how far are we from bedtime? Mm-hmm. Hopefully we're not that far. <laughs> that sounds horrible. <laughs> when you're tired and you know you've well it's a different i think there's a difference between like if you spend the entire day with him 
and you guys have been going, not you, anyone, any of us, mm-hmm. and then you get to bedtime versus, you know, if you work all day and come home and, and like, especially for me, like I get two hours max with them. So this definitely doesn't apply to that, but maybe that's what that means. Well, I think too, like, unfortunately, fairly early on, it, the the witching hour is totally applicable for, for him because as of 530, like usually I pick him up, you know, from my mom's. Or I come home, and um, there's the change of the guard with your mo- your mom or, or John, and um, and then I have a good hour maybe, and then he starts to get really fussy, and it's just like it it he's not necessarily a happy camper in the evenings. So, I mean, it's understandable that it's just like <laughs> when is bedtime? You need to rest clearly because you're a grumpy monkey, <laughs> but could be any of the above i suppose yeah or maybe it means something totally different than that <laughs> well i think we did a pretty good job guessing it's so. unknowable it is truly the next one i'm good with what is it the next one i wrote six months which i think is just me tagging my own post so i know the time frame smart and then uh very humbly it says laughing at your own podcast how fun is it going to be to listen to these with him meaning Colin and I think that was I actually recall that day I was driving somewhere and I I turned the most recent episode of the podcast on which at the time was only a few weeks old and uh this happens a lot with me where I'll forget things that I have said or jokes or ideas or whatever and then like I get giddy when I come across them again so this will happen almost every day with Facebook (laughs) posts and the uh this day nine years ago um, and you're like, look at how clever I it's am. It's not something like <laughs> horrifically from your past where you're like, <laughs> delete, delete, delete. Uh, but if it's like a joke or something, usually I'll have forgotten about it. And it's like, oh, that, no, Coming that's, upon it for the first time that's again. still funny. Like that makes me laugh, even though I'm the one who created it. And, you know, I think the same thing applies for our approach here with the podcast is the some of the things that we've said month to month early and we'll continue to say are going to make me laugh and uh which is a good thing right? yeah it I, makes us laugh i'm sure other people think it's funny maybe I, colin will find it funny well that's the thing there's going to be years of build-up like and we're gonna someday sit down with it when he's like 13 and play him these and he's not gonna care he'll care eventually like that i feel very confident that eventually he'll develop that appreciation but maybe not right at the beginning um but yeah so i guess that means our five-month podcast was pretty good I suppose. But I didn't listen to it recently, so who knows? So seven months? Sure. Do you have anything? Are you done with your six-month comments? Uh, my next one's, uh, well, I have three that aren't tagged, and then we get to eight, so. So those probably are from seven? Or six. Or six, okay. So seven from our wonderful photos say, uh, or says, I like to play ball. Uh, grab mom's glasses off her face which he still does he thinks it's a game he will grab my glasses and either throw them across the room uh, by flinging them off my face or just grab them and play with them Um, so that's still a thing it started at seven months and continues to this day Um, he taps his hand wait tap hmm, off her face tap my hand and she won everything Oh, claps my hand. I need to take a shot at reading that. It's a photograph of your handwriting on a chalkboard. I know. It's pretty sad, isn't it? I think 
I think he was. Stand by. Let me take a look. Okay, go ahead. Try to interpret the hieroglyphics. I like to play ball, grab mom's glasses off her head, tap my hand, and chew on everything. I have my first tooth. Oh, he might just like maybe tapping the hands. Like he does that a lot where he'll like hit on things to make noise or to He's going to think that we were like totally absent parents when we try to look at these with him someday because he's going to say, how do you not know what that says? <laughs> no, because. Yeah, tap the, my hand. That at the time sense. it made perfect sense. And now it's like, okay, well, he does a lot of things now. So yeah. unfortunately, that's why month to month probably would have been the better approach. But hey, can't undo. So this was early January or early February. Um, yeah, so he had his first tooth, and the Patriots won the his Super first Bowl. Super Bowl of many during his lifetime. Uh, I guess so. That's, we should tell that story real quick. Sure. Uh, he went to bed. He did. Uh, uh, in the for pretty much most of the second half, I would say starting right around halftime, I put him to bed. That process took a little bit longer than it normally does, so I missed most of the comeback. Um, with both of our families down here in the living room. Um, and we finally got him to sleep in the fourth, probably right about the start of the fourth quarter, which I watched. And then over time, then when they won, we went and woke him up on purpose. <laughs> Just is, to get photographs. <laughs> this is the, the photo only, <laughs> only time we've done that, I think, in a <laughs> full year now. Brought him downstairs, put him in his little Tom Brady jersey, took some photos. He wasn't very happy. No. And then we put him back to bed. Yeah, hopefully we have a lot more of that next yeah. time he can stay up. When would be next time? This year? One's, one one and a half is kind of early still to be staying up till 10, 11 o'clock at night. For but one day a year? Yeah, well, yeah. All right. Anything else for seven months? You said that... I mean, I'll, I'll run through a couple of these things. Um, this next note says, I'm good with this one, things are different. <laughs> things that used to work don't work all of a sudden and then it just says white noise and cuddling mm. so um this was definitely a phase where we stumbled upon a couple things i think so we had the article article episode uh called snake charmer mm. where we spent a lot of time trying to figure out what those little secrets were to getting him to do what we want him to do like eat and sleep and be happy yep. happy um, white noise was one of the things that we discovered um, would help get him to sleep and it just stopped working as far as I'll say the old method uh, as I say that I can hear the white noise machine the upstairs <laughs> <laughs> and maybe the people on the podcast can hear it too uh, yes I am aware of that irony uh, so we still use it kind of to keep him asleep although to have him drift off initially well, I shush him when I put him down sometimes, even still now. Do you shush him? Yes. Yep. Okay. Uh, cuddling is out the door. He's not, I mean, very, very rarely does he want to cuddle now or even fall asleep in your arms unless you're, like, putting him to bed. Um, it's pretty much, pretty much gone. Um, I think he still cuddles a bit like if you're feeding him a bottle i mean for me he'll cuddle but then he'll kind of do the arching at the back and try to get away because he just wants to be mobile yeah it feels very utilitarian for him yeah he's not really interested in the emotional connection he just wants that milk maybe it's all about that milk life <laughs> dog life 
I think he does cuddle sometimes, but. Okay, my next note says, screaming at the top of lungs for no reason. I think that's pretty self-explanatory, so I will move on to the next one. (laughs) So this one was a, a, this is a little anecdote I could tell. So right around this time, uh, our computer stopped working. So I packed up, this was right after Christmas. Uh, I packed up the, the computer, which is a big Mac desktop and was a big pain to have to take on the road. But I brought it into the Apple store and the logistics of having a baby in a carriage and trying to get a 27 inch, very heavy computer, which doesn't fit anywhere uh, into the store. That, that, that in itself was very challenging. And uh, I had to unpack some of your gear from the police academy and some giant duffel bag that you had just to get the computer into a bag that was big enough to hold it, that was uh, you know, capable of being thrown over my shoulder, yada, yada, yada. So I ended up getting him in there. And um, the Apple store, I guess, is a good place to throw a little tantrum. This wasn't like a tantrum like he was angry, but this was definitely one of those times where he just started screaming at the top of his lungs for no reason. I guess screaming is the wrong word because it infers like... Uh, negative connotations. He was just yelling. I guess that's, that's a better word. <laughs> well, he, um, you mean talking in all, all caps? Yes, he was speaking in all caps. <laughs> um, but it was very loud. But it's loud in the Apple Store in general, so like it was pretty much okay. Um, and when I went to go leave, um, they had given me the computer, or I had dropped the computer off, or maybe this was the time I had gone back to pick it up. But when I picked it up. Uh, I have forgotten the power cord, the power cable, which I brought with me. And I had kind of, the in the way the Apple Store is laid out, it's kind of difficult to navigate with a huge stroller in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I had kind of picked my way from the back of the store to the front of the store and was just about to go out the doors when I remembered I didn't have the power cable. So I looked back across the store to where I had been sitting and... The thought ran through my head, like, what is the acceptable distance to leave a six-month-old baby? Like, would it have been wrong if I had just left him and walked the length of the Apple Store back to get the cable? Yes, is is my answer to that question. So the the what there's there's like a radius then of usually for me he's within grabbing distance. Having distance, huh? Mm-hmm. I think my distance is a little longer. Mm-hmm. Okay. That is why you're not allowed to take him out by yourself anymore. No, <laughs> <laughs> no I think I just, well, you know, he's all strapped in. What? I mean. I saw some really traumatizing video on Facebook or something where what? this woman was like at the grocery store and she was legitimately like right by the baby and she's looking at food or whatever and this guy comes up and picks up the baby out of the carriage and like starts to turn around and she's like excuse me so this I could is see why. that happening at Stop and Shop but at the Apple store those that's a very no hipsters are gonna steal your baby Come that's on now. true they might the Apple store is kind of like one of the better places where humanity comes together unless you're somewhere where kids just go in there and like use all the ipads and iphones because they don't have them of their own so like all of their facebook pictures are the little uh webcam 
from the front of a uh, iMac in the Apple Store. Have you ever seen that? I don't go to Apple Stores because I have an Android. Well, it's not about that. It's about seeing them on Facebook. But okay, that's it. All right, so I didn't leave them in the care. I didn't walk across the store. I had to, spoiler alert, I ended up weaving my way with the carriage all the way back. But the thought ran through my head, and I jotted it down. That was um, a good decision. Yeah. I'm very so proud of you. I get three parenting points. You do get three parenting points. No demerits. All right, and then one more before we move to month eight. Uh, I wrote, you can hand him any object, and he will have fun. Bottle, paper, bow. This was definitely out of Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think we got him a Christmas present because why? No, we did. We weren't going to initially, but then we ended up getting him that little train that you push and walk around with that he walks around with at high speed now. Okay. So... Um, and those balls, and then you got him that other thing that rolled, the monkey that rolls around and makes noise, and the bee. Right, well, you just completely ruined things. the point that I was going to make, so we'll just skip that. Make your point. No, it's not going to make any sense now because you've... You've introduced alternative facts. Maybe it's fake news. It sounds like it. Okay. Oh, yeah. During November, too, we had a new president. So I know we're backtracking a little bit. Yep. So I don't really know how relevant that is. But, Colin, uh, President Trump was elected. Spoiler alert. Um, And weirdly enough, um, what were we listening to? It it wasn't NPR. It was some um, podcast thing that you would listen to. And they had legit, like forecasted that as being the end of the world do you not remember listening to that i remember them listening they were talking about the hillary Hillary clinton trump race and they're like you know trump will win and then the world will end and it was interesting and then it came to fruition and i was like whoa trippy (laughs) anyway so yeah people aren't happy the world is in unrest and uh, luckily, our day-to-day life has not been impacted too severely, and you are safe and happy and sleeping. Sleeping S- right now, anyway. I think Colin and I are having a competition to see who can have fewer political opinions. It's a it's a good approach to take. I think we have taken an equal number of stances. We believe in an equal number of political tomfoolery. I was going to say. I don't know. I can't think of the word. Anyway, going back from November, coming back to the eighth month bar. Do you want to argue about the Second Amendment or something? Do you think we no, should? No, we've, we've had our sufficient, you know, points made about Second Amendment rights this past weekend. So I think I think we're good. All right, glad we settled that. Good for now. We will agree to disagree. All right, month eight. Month eight. Uh, Colin likes to commando crawl, so. For anyone who doesn't know what that's referring to, uh, low arm crawl and just kind of scooching along the floor, knees to stomach. It's kind of an only arm crawl. Command a crawl, yeah, you barely true. don't move your legs at all. Right. I guess you're right. Good. Uh, so, so for anyone, including Nicole, who doesn't know what a commando well, crawl is. Well, you sometimes is. use like your, you bring your legs up like a frog. So you like kind of like. That's just a low crawl. No, but you're not crawling. Like if you think you're crawling beneath a um low concertina wire yes thank you um you're kind of using just your arms but you're also bringing your legs and feet up to like a whatever moving on so commando crawl um pull yourself up and practice standing uh and then you reach for mom and dad 
and you can nibble on big people food. So at that point, we had started giving you some of what we were eating, and now that's like a full-fledged thing um, where that is a majority of the diet is real people food. But at that time, at eight months, you were just experimenting. What do you have for eight months there, darling? I have eight. No one wants to babysit a mobile baby. <laughs> we just crossed the threshold between I'll babysit anytime and let me see. I think I have a Rotary Club meeting that night. <laughs> <laughs> mobile babies are more difficult for sure. They require more time, attention, effort. Uh, they can get hurt a lot more easily. I would have to say we've had a, we've had a number of head bumps. Um, it's it's amazing. You're legit like standing right there, hovering like a helicopter crazy person, and yet they still find a way to bump their head on something. It's it's pretty incredible. But anyway. Yeah, I think uh, I had this written down under the name of a segment that we created and I think only used one time. Or maybe these are just segment ideas that I wrote down and we never use them. I don't know. Um, what but was the segment idea? The segment was called the Horseshoes and Hand Grenades. Oh, I think Can we do. I think so. <laughs> this is a great pod for somebody that's going to listen to month, whatever the last one was, and this one back to back. <laughs> this is like, the most uh, disorganized podcast you, you will ever yeah, listen to. That's exactly to. what it was called. <laughs> um, so I think that w- the whole point of the segment was just for like close calls. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, um, we did talk about that. Did we talk about so the what happened? And I don't know when it was. It was January when it, it was icy. Oh gosh, worst uh, ever. Uh, I. We got up in the morning. It was a weekday. Um, My stepdad was on his way down to babysit for the day. And when I woke up, I did what any good parent does. Like the minute you open your eyes, I checked Twitter. (laughs) And on Twitter, I saw multiple alerts about how it must have been earlier in the year. Because I think it was like the first really, really icy day. And as is always the case... Um, there were a ton of crashes and nobody could remember how to drive in the ice, but it was even like worse than normal. So I had texted my stepdad and said, you know, make sure you take it easy on the ice, like no rush, get here safely. Um, but for some reason I was only thinking about the ice in terms of like highways and definitely not our front steps. So later I think I was going to get coffee. My head calling in my arms, went out the front door and, uh, did the very typical like cartoonish very first step onto the little stoop feet up in the air landed on my backside Mm -hmm. Uh, luckily i stayed standing up or sitting up excuse me i didn't you know my head didn't fall backwards so i landed kind of upright on my butt but uh colin was in my left arm and he took a spill with me i never let go of him like i held him all the way to the ground he kind of landed more on me than anything else um but he obviously kind of was really startled by it and and started crying a ton and what we didn't he did make contact with the railing yeah we didn't know that till later right we thought you know i looked him over everything seemed to be good kept an eye on him uh for a couple hours and then uh, right after that you could you could tell he had a scratch on his head and the wood uh vertical whatever those are brackets on the, on the railing. I think he had kind of scraped his head on the way down. So we watched him for the rest of the day. We ended up taking him to the pediatrician that afternoon just to get him checked out and everything turned out to be fine. Just had a little bump, uh, not even a bump, just a scrape. Um, 
but yeah, that that could have been way worse. It could have been worse. Yeah. Um, I was glad that I was, that I guess maybe the first um, like physical manifestation of that idea of like protection and mm-hmm. like you know I'm gonna hold on to this little guy at all costs. But yeah, a lot more careful after that throughout the rest of the winter, and you know, I had just texted him. 10 minutes earlier and be careful be careful things not are dangerous. gonna heed my own warning especially with my son in my arms a very tiny so that's my horseshoes and integrates do you have any other close calls that you want to admit to um well we had the one where i sent you the picture where he was that wasn't a close call that was a that was like injury. A, right well so <laughs> was yours it was an injury yeah but yours but... was worse yeah <laughs> okay um but yeah he he was at that point trying to pull himself up on things and so he was on the floor and pulling himself up along um the door jam in between our living room and kitchen and i was standing right by him and his hand must have slipped or something along those lines and his head came down on the corner um, of the door jam and it was pretty scary actually because like it looked like it like had indented his head and it was just the skin you know um being artificially dented for a short period of time but then Very he short. had a little little bump and i you know quickly applied ice and went from there but that was that was a very un unfun situation i was sure that his skull had been fractured and that i had been the worst parent in the world but then it all resolved itself and it was a non-issue but i I had gone out that night after work with a a few people and uh got the text and the the pictures there's really nothing to do but uh, big time guilt factor of like i hope you're out enjoying your time with <laughs> that was not friends. the tone of the text message no but that's kind of how i was like you know let's you want to be there for those sort of things or to help and yeah not be like laughing and having a great time eating your appetizers and While drinking your, your craft beer and your child's crying yeah well we got through it it's yep. all good mm-hmm. yeah so nobody wants to babysit um that's not actually true uh we have the people that have to babysit because (laughs) of blood that's still going strong yeah um and i guess he is so darn cute that we still do get offers and it seems like people still want to help and we haven't really taken anybody up on that but once we do they will quickly regret it (laughs) because it is not park him on the couch and turn on daniel tiger's neighborhood and see Mm -hmm. in three hours i mean he wants to be on the go on the go yeah Okay. He motivates. He moves. Okay. Um, I wrote down another segment, but there's no content, so I'll throw it out there. Yep. So let's do uh, bigs and little. Do you remember what that segment is? I remember we discussed it last time because we were talking about that show, that movie, and you were like, yeah, I know, and we went to the whole thing. But I don't really remember what the actual that crux... That is a great recollection. <laughs> what the crux of the segment was okay bigs and little is where big things and little things yeah you pick you okay. pick right so over the past six months like in terms of the big milestoney things that have happened what's you know what warms your heart the most <laughs> and then as far as little things the sort of in between the you know tiny little moments that you might have experienced is there one to, that comes to mind uh, as 
exciting okay. you. So, at some point in the midst of sleep deprivation, I got to a portion of my time um, where I was forgetting things nonstop. And I'm still doing it. I'm still recovering from that. Um, but there was a period of time where I was, like, forgetting my pump on the regular. And so my mom had to come over a couple times because it would be in my car. Um, and I just forget to take it out with me and she'd drive off with him in the car and the pump. You're talking about showing up at work in the morning. Yeah, exactly. You switch cars with your mom. She takes, she leaves Colin in the car seat, takes your car back to her house. Thank you for (laughs) clarifying (laughs) for people who don't know what we're talking about. Like Colin. Um, cause you're not going to remember that. (laughs) Where was I? (laughs) What's happening? You left me in a car at which Apple store? (laughs) No, false. Um, so one of the times my mom came back with Colin um she came in and we were I was showing him to some of the other ladies who hadn't really seen him in a while uh there was a new animal control officer and then the administrative assistant uh were both very sweet people and they were so excited to meet him and so I handed him off to one of them and he immediately was just like not having it and he just you know got handed back over to me and then he just did this like shy cuddle thing into my uh, into my shoulder and my neck and it was just very it was very, although I felt a little bad that he was um, shunning them. Shunning them at the same time, it was a good feeling of like, oh well, he trusts me. Uh, you know, he feels protected, and you know that I am someone he can reach for. So that was a warming the heart moment for sure. Does it? Wait, is that your big or your little? That's you had said warming the heart, and then the littles would be just a couple of the other cool things that he does, like where he will mimic you now. Um, which is kind of cute, where he'll make the same noises that you make, or clapping his hands and pointing at you. Um, so those are all cute littles, I guess. I mean, they're bigs in the spectrum of. I don't. I don't think you understand the segment. <laughs> I am. So making your big is that my... he shunned your coworkers, <laughs> and your little is actual milestones like mimicking. Yes, and... because okay. my priorities are. You know different. what? You can make. You can take the segment wherever you want. Okay. I don't want to overproduce the show. All right, go for it. What okay. do you What do you want to say? My big is definitely mobility. Um, he is walking, and we can we'll get to this a little bit, I guess. Um, you know, he knows how to walk. Mm-hmm. We'll say that independently. Yep. He just doesn't exercise it all that often, and in very many um, varied circumstances. Mm-hmm. So if he's in his playpen, which is pretty big, he will walk from side to side all day long. Right. Back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. No hands. Totally fine. Uh, in the kitchen, he will walk uh, kind of parallel to the cabinets where he has like a, a handhold where he can reach out if he decides he needs it. He'll do that all day long. Um, He'll but- walk to us if we prompt him. I think it's like a distraction thing. If he's not conscious that he's doing it, he's all good. it's all good. But the minute he realizes he's walking, it's like, oh, no, what am I doing? Yeah, I think that's true. Um, so that's definitely my big. Um, I'll come back to the little. I'll have to think about that. He bites now. <laughs> that's not my little. That is true. <laughs> like, I have bruises and he scratches. I have a scratch mark on my face. He's just something else. He does a lot of things like that. He will put his sharp little fingernails in your mouth yep. and, like, pinch from the outside too yep that hurts yeah. a lot he a will lot. rake your eyes Yep. he's kind of like a no holds barred wrestler yep 
He was biting me in the no-go zone previously. He's supposed to be drinking, but he wasn't drinking. He was biting. So that's one of the main, one of the reasons why we transitioned away from nursing and towards milk. That was closer to March. Um, but That's probably the only area. There's maybe two things that we've done that have been kind of corrective in nature. And that I think that was probably the first one when he started to kind of bite you mm-hmm. in the milk production area. Mm-hmm. Uh, very sensitive he you would kind of like you were training a puppy you go you give like the finger and the stern no (laughs) and he is so confused by that because it's not a reaction he ever gets right so he just started laughing right he thinks that he thinks we're joking because we're never like i don't think he thinks we're joking because i don't think he understands what that means i think it's like a I mean, he does that. It's it's just about the uniqueness of the reaction. Like, right. that, I think that's actually probably what it is. Or... It's like, wait, I've never seen that before. Like, that's hilarious. <laughs> Mommy being angry is hilarious. It's, it's the really same. Like, if you did angry. anything, like, unique, if you make a unique sound or a unique movement and you start dancing around like a, you know, a Goofball. monkey, which yeah. I've done a couple times, like, he thinks it's funny. It's like the same thing. It's like, oh, I know your mannerisms. That's not one of them that I normally see. Right. How funny is that? It's atypical, and so it's hilarious. So Colin and I get a good laugh out of it. You... Not so much. Yeah, you get even angrier when he's laughing at you. (laughs) Not angrier. I just get frustrated because it hurts so bad. What, um... Yeah, so I guess we're still not at the point where he understands, like, that idea of negative consequences or... um, You know, right or wrong, obviously. when we were outside earlier... He he got a drum set, like a little cute drum thing for one of his gifts for his birthday. And he's taken to standing on things. And so we try to correct him and say, no, 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 we don't stand on things. You know, we have you have to get off. And so I was trying to do that outside. And he just looked at me and he'd step off and I'd say, good boy, you know, great job. And then he'd get right back up on it. I'm like, no, <laughs> did I, you learn nothing? <laughs> no, I think you're right. Like he has a look in his eyes when you're telling him it's like, no, 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 no. And it's like this twinkle. <laughs> it's like, I, know like, uh, to. I can now get this reaction out of you that I kind of like. <laughs> and I'm Little stepping stinker. up. And I'm, oh, I'm back up again. <laughs> oh, you're going to pick me up and take it out. Darn it. <laughs> Game over. Uh, all right, what are we up to month nine? Nine months, yep. So he says, I'm upgraded from the commando crawl to speed crawling. Yeah, there was this one time, like, it just all of a sudden went from I don't know how to crawl to I'm literally a dart across the room. Like, I don't know if there was really a transition. It literally just went from one to the other. And now he cr- crawls like a madman, like, so, so fast, speed crawler. Uh, he likes to clap his hands. Uh, cruise along the furniture, uh, fall on my bum, and play with Maddie and Mia's dog bowls. And so, the, a lot of those things he still does. I mean, he still cruises along the furniture, except he's doing a lot more freestyling now. Yep. Uh, the bowls, he just runs along the floor and plays with them as if they were drums. So, he's a big fan of making noise. Or pushes them across the floor like he's in the early stages of curling. Yep. Like, before you let it go. That's true. And he makes similar noises to crawlers. So maybe that's going to be his thing. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Hey. Uh. I don't want to do 
it too loud because <laughs> legit is, up. a, is upstairs sleeping and that is precious. Exactly. It's precious commodity. All right. I think I thought of my little, um, I think it must've been right around this time. Um, we took him to our ice cream, our local ice cream establishment uh-huh. and I got a coffee frap and he drank from the straw from the adult straw and it was amazing i think it was the first time we were like whoa he can drink from a straw that's incredible there's a uh, another podcaster that i'm particularly fond of who i follow on instagram jenna kim jones Mm -hmm. she had a baby about a year year and a half uh, in front of us so um she her instagram's got lots of different funny things and she posted a video one time of of her little daughter it was probably right around that same you know nine-ish months um sitting at a restaurant drinking from a straw and it was just i don't know something about like the juxtaposition of somebody that was like so tiny and and shouldn't really be knowing how to or Mm -hmm. like you know whatever it might be um so i was kind of obsessed with that idea of like when's colin gonna be able to drink from a straw (laughs) and the first time he did it uh he was motivated by the delicious contents mm-hmm. of the frap Who wouldn't? um but it that was that was a really cool moment and uh yeah we have a cool picture of that and we kind of got to revisit that today we did so we got we were back there today for the fourth of july and we got uh now he's like an expert in the straw he is um also a big fan of whipped cream yeah who can blame him yep yep so that's my little okay that shuts I like down little that shuts down bigs and littles and horseshoes and hand grenades. I have one more named segment, which I'm going to save for the end. Yeah. Do you know what it is? I don't know. It's the one where you say mean things about me. <laughs> I mean, yeah, but that's not what it's called. <laughs> Let's insult my wife. <laughs> Can we go back to February? Which month I was totally that? forgot. Um, February was month eight. Um, we had our first trip away from him for a night. Yeah, I wrote down Mexico in my notes, which that was, was more substantial. That was later in yeah. May. But February, we had a one night away from him. We went back to uh, Ocean Cliff, where we were married. Uh, and we just did like one of those. Um, they have really nice deals where you can go for um, uh, Valentine's Day specials or whatever. So we had a delicious dinner, had a beautiful stay at the beautiful resort. Um, pretty sure there was snow on the ground, which is always fun. Um but that was the first night away. And, of course, I was a crazy person. Like, I, I got up at 4 in the morning, and I was texting my mom before bed and all that insanity. Uh, but it all worked out. He survived, and my worry was for not. Um, and so, since that was the first dry run, then we went to Mexico. Yeah, Mexico was at the about 10-and-a-half-month mark. And that was a trip that we it was uh, one of my really good friends my bestest of friends from high school was getting married and uh because it was a destination wedding it was you know kind of the timing of it was announced well in advance which required a commitment of, of us to um to say yes we're gonna go so he was i want to say that was about october september october when the when those dates first got announced so he was only you know three at the three-ish month mark there where we basically had to decide seven months from now when he's ten and a half months old, which was really hard to envision what that was even going to be like, you know, are we going to feel comfortable going away, which, you know, we knew we would go. And then the question was just kind of how long do we go for? Mm-hmm. Um, we knew we weren't going to bring him. We knew he was going to stay with uh, with your parents. My parents actually came with us on the trip. Um, they were really close to that family in high school too, so they were invited. Um, and, you know, we ended up only... Um, 
booking three nights in four days, which felt like kind of the right balance between not just a down and back trip, but also not committing to a full like week's vacation, which we probably would have done right if, if not for Colin, um, just because we didn't want to commit to a you know a full vacation and all of the kind of financial part of that that goes along with it only to get to that point and say like, there's just no way we could be away from him for a week. Right. Whether it was like a medical thing or even emotionally, if we were like, that's not something that we're interested in, we were kind of locked into it. So, um, in retrospect, you know, it went awesome and we had a great time and, you know, maybe we could have gotten away with like one more day. Um, because the resort was beautiful. We were having a great time and it was nice to, to kind of get a little bit, of that refresh and you know be able to sleep through the night and all that stuff um but in the same regard it was so exciting to come home that i don't at all feel like oh man we totally we should have done a week right away from no her. there was no regret it was just like oh we probably could have swung one more day but yeah. you know what i'm glad we came back and we did and it was still a really great time and it was great to see colin when we got home even though he was sleeping because we got home really late so it was just like oh you sleeping i missed you i just want hugs <laughs> right i don't think i think you and i had a very particular uh, expectation of <laughs> that. like oh you're home yeah. i missed you it was going to be just like those videos where like the soldiers on deployment come home after a year and a half and their dogs like are just uncontrollable with glee but yeah. maybe it didn't turn out exactly like that no there was no tail wagging but hey one of my favorite parts about that trip, again, in retrospect, not so much in the planning or execution part, was the idea that you still had, you were still breastfeeding. You yep. are still breastfeeding. So in order to go away, that doesn't stop. Right. You know, his consumption, if he's not with you, can stop. But, you know, that physical response continues. So you knew you were going to have to pump while you were there. Right. And we did quite a bit of research about you know, what do we do with the milk that we're creating, that you're creating mm-hmm. on a day-to-day basis? And then perhaps more importantly, how, how do, do we transport it? How home? do we get it home <laughs> uh, through Mexican TSA and, and customs U.S. Customs and all, that. and all that stuff? So we had asked the travel agent that booked the trip. Quite frankly, she was no help. No. And she was like, oh, did you try Googling it? Like, he, are you kidding me? Yes, actually, I did. We were hoping for some insight with somebody who's in the industry because Google isn't like a glass ball. It gives you everything. <laughs> but anyway. Well, not to mention, like, if I'm asking anyone for help, you should probably rest assured I've done a significant amount of research on my own and haven't been able to figure it out. And you get paid to give answers, so... Yeah, I'm not sure who paid her, though. We didn't pay her. Mm. Whatever. It's not the part of this trip that... Or story that's interesting. Um, so when we came into... When we landed in Mexico... You tried to ask the Mexican immigration officer, um, basically, you know, who can I talk to? Because in four days, I'm coming back through here right. in the opposite I direction. To I'm going to have a significant quantity of uh, leche, <laughs> as they say. And I want to know, like, what are the rules as far as bringing it through and the whole three ounces of liquid. And in the United States with the TSA, it's very um, cut and dry and they have it you know, well documented that you can bring as much liquid as you want. If it's for baby, you know, baby medical, whatever. We just couldn't get a straight answer as to whether the same thing applied in Mexico. Well, she, yeah. And she told me, Oh, she didn't speak. Oh, she did the English. I actually, I have to respect this move. 
um, when somebody asks you something like that, especially in like a, a customs security situation where everything is kind of like regimented, she just pointed behind her, like in in kind of like, oh, talk to the next person you're gonna talk to, and that person. There was, was no next person. There was no next person, but it was great, <laughs> great job on her point, uh, her part of like, how do I get these people away from me? Like I have. Nothing. I don't know what they're saying. I'm I don't not gonna care, be able to resolve. Yeah, I mean, uh, you must have had that like in working in retail where somebody comes in with like some problem and all that's running through your head is like, this is going to be a difficult person. How am I going to get these people away from me? And, like <laughs> stop dealing with this issue. Um, so we, we had emailed the hotel in advance and they were very nice and accommodating about basically what we could do with the milk um, while we were there and refrigerating and all that stuff. They didn't have as much information about the actual security part of getting it back. But um, we didn't take them up on it because we didn't like the idea of being out of my control. Right. So we filled our mini fridge with milk. With milk. Then we mm-hmm. filled the mini fridge of the bride and groom. <laughs> we didn't fill their fridge. We just utilized some of their space. That is, yeah, which we're very <laughs> thankful. Exactly. That was very um, considerate. That of them. was very considerate of them. They probably would have liked to have used that space for more champagne or or champagne or something (laughs) uh so thank you um big shout out you guys are awesome we love you we ended up you know retrieving that getting it all packed up and the big decision was do we try to check our bags and then carry on the milk because you had all sorts of coolers and we had a ton of ice and all that Mm -hmm. stuff but the one thing we were afraid of you know we had to check our bags because they were big they weren't small enough to carry on um, and you kind of have to make that decision up front. So if you check your bags and you go up to security and they won't let you through security, you know, you can't uncheck your bag right. temporarily. I mean, I suppose you could. That just sounded like a whole thing. Right. Um, so we had asked the people at the at the check-in counter and they basically said, mm. unless you have the baby with you. Like, if I had the baby with me, I wouldn't be pumping. <laughs> I could just, yeah, make them drink it all <laughs> right in front ha- of them. I would be feeding my baby. There seems to be a flaw in this logic. So we but, ended up yeah. checking it. Uh, which you know we didn't want to let it out of our sight, but it was there wasn't it was kind of like the best option of right. a couple that weren't that great, right? But it, it ended up perfect. Yeah. And the um, the worst thing that happened was some of that ice melted, and all of your clothes came back what? with melted ice. But but the milk was fine. Milk was good. So and they put fragile things stickers on the bag, so that was fragile. Fragile. That was very considerate of them. Yep. Happy ending. Okay, so that's Mexico. Uh, I wrote down walking. We kind of talked about walking already. Um, yeah. I wrote down shoes. Oh. Well, we're, uh, hold on one second. We're at 10 months. Let me just go through his okay. thing real quick. And we'll so, get back to shoes. Yeah. <laughs> says, I like to stand on my own, point my finger at people I love. I snuggle, hug, and give sloppy kisses with a little bit of bite. I laugh and smile every day because I am loved. So that was 10 months. And all of that still holds true. He still does his finger pointing. Yep. Um, Although he pointed at a total stranger today. So I ho- hopefully he's not still pointing at people exclusively because he's in love with them. Right. That would be kind of weird. But he was a nice guy. Hmm. <laughs> but yeah, the snuggling, not so much anymore. Sometimes, but... Not a whole lot. Um, 
and the biting obviously as we already said is still very in the forefront um so shoes yeah so i think um this was a note i literally took about an hour and a half ago i remember now the context of what i was thinking especially in the summer it is so easy to not put shoes Mm -hmm. on him and just take him out but for some reason it feels like people judge you as if he's naked if he doesn't right. have shoes on. Like I've done like, that a couple times at the supermarket where he's sitting in the carriage and, you know, dressed very well, nice shirt, nice pair of shorts. But if he doesn't have shoes on, it feels wrong, even though he's not walking around. Right. It's literally going from the car seat into the carriage, walking, you know, push, getting pushed through the store, check out back in the car seat. Like why, why does he need shoes for that? But I, I mean, in the winter, different story. Right. I've stopped caring about what people think. Well, that's good because I was going to ask you for permission to stop putting shoes on him. Yeah, I don't care. Okay. Although, I did hear a story, which I don't know if it's 100% legitimate. Did it, it was on Facebook? No. UPS driver came into my work and was telling me how his daughter got reported to DCF when she went to court because she was getting some sort of custody battle thing with her kid and the kid didn't have shoes on. And so this is all attorney-client privilege, by the way. Any <laughs> listeners, you are not allowed to disclose any of this. UPS driver is not my client. <laughs> it was merely a statement. Unless he, he would be, able, unless he would like to, in which case, sir, <laughs> give me a call. Please reach I out. We have a very you. nominal fee schedule. Exactly. All right. So you think we're going to get called to DCF on us? Someone if, may. If we don't have shoes on him in the but summer, but I'm pretty sure they have more important things to worry about. Apparently so, not. Well, I, I mean, just because somebody calls doesn't mean, I mean, usually they just screen it out anyway. If it's a no big deal. Okay. MBG. Um, go ahead. 11 months. 11 months. I took my first solo steps, uh, started pointing and clapping on demand, and I love hiding my face to play peekaboo. Yeah. That's pretty darn cute. Yeah. And that's evolved now to he will, uh, like if he's got a blanket, he will grab the blanket and, and like drape himself in the blanket like a ghost and kind of, he's reversing peekaboo. He's playing peekaboo himself, not like the typical, <laughs> like you put your hands in front of your face and say peekaboo. Um, he does it himself. Or we call it, where's Colin? Yeah. Where we'll go like, where's Colin? And he'll take the blanket and put it entirely over his face and then have this big dramatic reveal where he <laughs> rips it down with his big, uh, ear to ear smile on his face that's pretty adorable too maybe i should that use is. that as my little that's that's an awesome moment yeah um, and he'll do it like if we're changing him yeah. and you take off his pants and you put it like <laughs> off to the side he will grab his pants and immediately put them over his face he did in the bath yesterday he, he was the pulling the curtain, curtain. <laughs> yeah he also he'll do a thing um he will do it sometimes with his his own hands or he'll put his own hands over yeah. his eyes but he does like a peak move right where while you're waiting he'll like spread his fingers open just a little bit and like peek at you Are through you the one looking? eye it's freaking adorable yeah. i love that so much it is pretty cute that's <laughs> that's a big it's a big love all right that was 11 that was 11 months and we don't have a chalkboard for number 12 not yet we gotta do that that's we a do. good point now that we got the podcast done he's yeah. sleeping can't do it tonight yeah anyway. well tomorrow's a week after his first birthday whatever that's fine um okay Whenever we ever die on time, a couple months. Um, that's actually one of the things I'm most excited about now. The easy year is that we don't have to do one of those pictures every <laughs> month. It always just felt like such a job. 
Okay. Um, so the last segment, we'll close with this, is called the Bickersons. Mm-hmm. I'm going to turn it around on you and make you go first. I don't have anything. So that's, maybe that's our Bickersons topic is you, you're not doing, you're not holding up your weight when it comes to okay. finding things that we are bickering about. It's bickering. It's it's not. What did it, what, what really mean way did you use to describe it before? Talking badly about your wife. No, you said something stronger. Um, uh, making fun of me. No, it's not that either. <laughs> okay, just use yours, and then maybe it'll jog something in my head. Okay, are you sure? Yeah. Have we had a good <laughs> enough day today that we're? <laughs> We've had enough of the pleasant marriage that we have for today. Uh, I suppose. All right. <laughs> Lay it on me. How excited are you right now? This one has been in my phone for months. Uh huh. It has been. Is it still applicable? Mm hmm. Oh, okay. Do you want to guess what you think it is? Who knows? <laughs> toothpaste. I don't squeeze the toothpaste properly. It's toothpaste related. <laughs> How ridiculous this stuff is! <laughs> it's not. Oh I, mean, I, think, I feel like we've talked about that one before. That may have yes. even been a former Bickersons that you, um, like a some sort of inebriated chimpanzee, like cannot squeeze the toothpaste from the bottom. But that that's like a really common thing. I think most couples deal with. Yeah. No, my we thing... discussed it during your the interview process when the officer, the sergeant oh, the who was in charge, yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. we were tired. It's like he cares about the way the toothpaste is squeezed. Mind blown. <laughs> like, I don't even. I don't even acknowledge how toothpaste is squeezed. This one, I think, I have a little bit more of a legitimate gripe. Cabinets. With. No, that one. No, that one. Which you do as well. Yeah. Okay, I'll admit that one yeah. wasn't as cut and dry, leaving okay. the cabinets open. No, this one is when you're brushing your teeth. Uh huh. And you do I spit all over the place? Well, yeah, but so does everybody else. Uh-huh. But the thing that you started doing, I don't know if you've been doing it for eight, <laughs> nine years now, and I just never picked up on it, but you will turn the water off before you do your final spit. Spit. Uh-huh. And there's no... Well, I, f- I feel like you're still brushing your teeth, so I'm like, oh, you're going to turn it back on. I'm just going to waste water in the interim. That's ridiculous. <laughs> I don't think it's ridiculous. I'm being earth conscious. Nope. <laughs> nope. You just leave it there. I, I think in your mind, uh, you think that the, just to drive the you insane. coefficient of friction is so low between the spit. This is kind of gross. And the porcelain that it will just like run into the drain on its own without a nudge from, from the water. water. Maybe. Maybe that's what I think. But it doesn't do that. I'll just tell you. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that my, Another spoiler alert, my rationale it is It doesn't that do that. So You're going to turn the water back on when you finish. I do, and but so. I, I do that every single time, but I'm annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like really... Like I was going to turn this water on I'm anyway. Really aggressively the throwing the water. That you, the fact that I have to clean up your spit is so irritating. <laughs> You're such a tweet. <laughs> Oh goodness! <laughs> so do I have your uh, do I have your promise that you're gonna start? No, now that I know it bothers you, I'm just gonna spit all over the place. <laughs> you don't not understand. The point. This Bickerson has the, the point reverse of the effect. <laughs> all right, well then I'll uh, switch it around and I'll start. 
I won't even acknowledge. I won't even be aware of it. I'm like, oh, did you stop doing this? I didn't realize your spit was there. And you know, it'll just backfire. If we had a cleaning lady, you know, she would have. Okay, I, up on I, I, I'll, I'll hit you right back. Um, you have a lot of shoes, mm-hmm. and you leave them all over the house. I do. And then I put them on the stairs sometimes, and sometimes I bring them up to your room. Mm-hmm. But I leave stuff all over the house too. So honestly, I really don't care about it. It's literally an observation and not a bigger sense. It's more of just like, a, hey, I leave crap around too, so I'm not going to complain about it. I'll just make sure I do my diligence and pick it up because it's a team. Are you inviting me to start spitting into the sink if you want without to. rinsing it out? If you want to. Because eventually one of us is going to brush our teeth in the next eight hours anyway. And we'll I was going to say eventually one of us is going to have to clean it. It's not going to be me. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe that's the the compromise is I'll let you continue to do that. Yeah. If you commit to like weekly scrubbing of that sink. Ugh, maybe. <laughs> yawn. That yawns. <laughs> yes, you're not really into that idea. All right, we're uh we're just past an hour. Oof. I think we got I think through. an hour is pretty good for doing like a for... wrap up of an hour uh a year. I'm sure we'll think of lots of things that we forgot, but a year um, in reflection. Yeah, I guess anything you want to say in closing? Um, we order adult food for him now. That's wild. Yeah, we did that this morning. Well, off the kids' food, uh, off the kids' menus. I guess it's right. like. But still. You know, we I did mean, that a couple weeks ago. We ordered him a kid's mac food. and cheese off of, of, a, of a restaurant menu, and he literally ate the entire bowl of mac and cheese, which is made for like a six year old, not right. a. Not quite one at that he point. He was hungry. He was very he hungry. He likes mac and cheese. He loves pasta. <laughs> He's very into that. Pasta and enough. eggs. Those are his big his big faves. Yep. Definitely. And he's moved from baby jar food to pouches because those are easy on the go and they also have like a neat selection. Uh, he's eating chicken, sausage, bacon, um, steak. He's he's legit. He's He's eating everything. We tried it was lettuce. He almost choked. So I can't <laughs> do lettuce, lettuce right now. Don't give that to a baby. Not a good idea. Um, the 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 big shift I think in in food, which I think is interesting, is in the old realm. It was originally it was just milk. He literally only needed one thing right. was milk, and then we introduced food, and every meal was like, "You're gonna have whatever jar of food I give you, and then a little bit of milk." We've really evolved now, where we have to build. Like, it takes creativity to build, like, balanced meals where right. we'll give him, like, a handful of Cheerios and then maybe some puffs and then maybe um, one of those food pouches or right. two and then maybe some chicken and then <laughs> some pasta. And, oh, by the way, hopefully during this whole, like, it's like a 10-course meal. Right. You have to uh, make sure Eat that you have the bottle warmed up and, you know, meat and, and finish and... him off with the bottle. But it's like, he's getting a pretty good deal. He is. He probably eats better than us half the time. Because those pouches are like a variety of fruits and veggies, and they're pretty yummy. Yeah, that's true. Sweet potatoes is biggie. He loves sweet potato. It's probably not going to be long before we're getting him his own burrito at Chipotle. Um, yeah, I can see that happening for sure. Or he like figures out what his Panera order is. That'll be wild. <laughs> oh, but yeah, so milk. When we were in Mexico, we I could only produce so much because he was still eating full time from me and so at that point we had that was the real transition period from uh, exclusive mommy milk to partially mommy milk and partially whole milk and then we also added in almond milk so he drinks 
whole cow milk and he organic of course because what are we savages and then uh almond milk almond coconut milk. i have to point out there that you're just kidding (laughs) and that you are not as bougie as that sounds (laughs) i'm just kidding because didn't necessarily come across that way and i'm sure other people are like oh my god who is she what is wrong with her i bet she shops at chanel uh no I shop at Marshalls and Target. Target. And only the best for my baby. Except when it comes to his clothes. <laughs> which also get procured at Marshalls and Target. doesn't go into his body. That's true. Anyway, so that's it. I'm pretty sure. Year in a nutshell. Year in a nutshell. Where do you think the plan should be going forward for podcasts? I think we go like quarterly? I think we should try to keep doing it. Uh, oh, of and course. Yeah, we're paying for the SoundCloud subscription. So we're... Six months. How much is that? I'll tell you off air. Ruh-ro. Just renewed. I think you pay per year. How much? It just renewed. I think you pay per year. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't answer your question. Sixty dollars a year? It's more than that. Hundred? It's in that range. All right. Well, Colin, you're worth it. I hope you like this. Go ahead, sing the song. What song? You're worth it. Oh, baby, I'm worth it. <laughs> All right, I don't remember what cool little sayings we use to sign off. So, ciao, ciao, toodles. Love you. Mean it.